You're tuning in to Two Brownish Girls with your hosts Talitha and Cribs. Just a quick disclaimer and explicit content warning. All content in this podcast is 100% unfiltered and is from our own personal views and experiences and not on behalf of anyone else. We want to use this platform as an opportunity to speak on topics prevalent in our personal experiences, both as Australian-raised Melanesian and Polynesian women in Western Sydney. As two brownish girls, Krups and I would like to acknowledge the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the First Nations of this country, and the Darug people, the traditional custodians of the land in which we record and share our stories on. We pay our respects to elders past and present and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded and colonisation continues to this day. Now on to our show. Yo, it's Krups here. In case you didn't know, we're on Patreon now, a new membership platform we've launched to allow our listeners to get exclusive access to some great perks like bonus episodes and access to a private 2BG group chat. Keep listening to find out more. Hello, hello everyone. This is Talitha and Cribs from Two Brownish Girls and we're recording our June episode um, IRL in real life <laughs> we haven't seen each other in three months or more probably mm. until um, actually Thursday but anyway so today's episode we've got two special guests which are Shaka and Alando um, howdy yo maybe they could like maybe they could like introduce I don't know why I didn't get them to introduce themselves if you could please, boys. Yes, my name is Orlando. So uh, I am a friend of uh, Talitha and Moors from uh, way back when. You're here to do this podcast and uh, looking forward to uh, all the questions you have for me. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, and I'm Shaka, or Shaq for short, and I'm friends with Talitha, my Kripsi tonight, as well, so cousin of Orlando. So, yeah, keen to be here. Thanks for having us. Yum. Thank you. Thank you for coming uh, on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a first initial question. Uh, what is your uh, local city council? Lane Cover Council uh, from the North Shore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, that's my area. Rep it. Yes. So how long have yeah. you been there? I have been living in uh, Lane Cove for 10 years since I moved from Fiji. And I've never lived anywhere else. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and you, Shadow? Uh, it was Lane Cove originally. I was born there, raised there, um, but now I'm at Bayside Council, uh, Arncliffe, Light Creek area. So, yeah, um, that was me. Nice, nice. So, I was there randomly last night, actually. I don't know why I'm admitting that on the podcast, <laughs> but it was really late. But at Kaiyu, K Y E E M, that. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know how anyone knows how to say that, but anyway. That area. Kaima. There you go. Uh, I, today, um, I was today years old when I learned how to say that. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll also um, introduce our background landroom crew, which is <laughs> Russell, who is Shaka and Orlando's cousin as well, and the link um, between my brother and... Yes, anyway. Um, <laughs> like a church minister. <laughs> he is a priest. My brother Mo and also Mel, who is Shaka's fiance. So that's wedding just, sounds. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. There's no wedding sounds here. <laughs> so just in case, um, we're in the lounge room of my house. Um, I don't know why I'm getting more specific. So this is the reason for this podcast. As you can see, or well, you can't see because you're hearing, um, <laughs> <laughs> is that um, Orlando and Shaka are Pacific Islanders that are not from the hem- heavily demographic area of Western and Southwest Sydney, which I think... Um, in honesty, I was surprised that um, Pacifica are in different areas. That's very ignorant of me. So I think most of the time, like our podcast has dealt with like support because you know, Krubs is from Southwest Sydney. I'm from Western Sydney. So we've aimed like most of our content is aimed towards the area. Mm. But I think it's important to also give um, an insight also to Pacifica who live in different areas of Sydney 
dare I say, Australia. I'm not saying that <laughs> North Shore is like a different area of Australia, but I'm just I guess saying. there's a North Shore everywhere in, yeah. Australia, like in yeah. Australia. Yeah, though, like so. every yeah. state has um, a different... A different... I'm giving side eyes to a letter, <laughs> right? <laughs> Sorry, my phone just vibrated. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like um, for Sydney siders and would know what area type of area the north shore is for context i know i've spread a lot of hate for the north shore on this podcast but um this just, is the day this is, <laughs> this is the day where i've become at peace with myself and stop spreading hate for better areas like richer richer areas than my area um not saying that anyone in granville can't be rich i'm just saying but um for context when the british committed genocide in australia the governors would live in the Mosman area, so that North Shore area. So mm. that's just the context of how long wealth has been in this region of um, Sydney. I'm not saying everyone in the North Shore is rich, but I'm saying there's probably a very high number of affluent people that would be pretty financially okay. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is that's a fair statement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pro sign, Yes. Um, so it's good to highlight. Like I, I think the point of the of this episode is to really highlight the experiences from our fellow Pacifica friends, like in the the North Shore area. Because I think it's easy for us in the Western Sydney to be like, yeah, fuck the North Shore. But like, there's a lot of us that are over there, and I think in that same time when we're saying fuck them, we're also saying fuck them to our friends. So it's like, you know, like let's bridge that gap. Let's <laughs> let Sydney Harbour Bridge. The gap today. <laughs> I literally just told Orlando to fuck off like two hours ago. So I was really hurt, by the way. Everyone so. knows my energy on a lot of things. The more sensitive North Shore kid. Oh, that's coming from me. But yeah, let's go into it. So, like, we wanted to talk a little bit about your up. Well, we wanted to let you guys talk a little bit about your upbringing, like in North Sydney and what that's been like. Um, yeah, like, what was it like in primary school and high school? Uh, so, so the thing is, for me, I've only experienced it in high school. Mm-hmm. Charlie has way more experience because he's been here his whole life, so he could talk more about, you know, you know, growing up, you know, in primary school in Australia. Because I was in Fiji, mm. yeah. So I moved here when I was in high school. So you know, teenage years, uh, you know, home was going crazy, I guess, <laughs> and all that. Um, yeah, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was a pre- predominantly white school. There was only three Pacific Islanders in my high school. That was, you know, that was very strange for me because for me coming from Fiji, I was the, I was the majority mm. and coming mm. to Australia and I was the minority. So I found that very weird. You're like, okay, this is Australia. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, you know, it, uh, you know, it, you know, it, you know, it kind of took me a while to adjust, uh, you know, understanding the, uh, you know, the lingo and the slangs and all that. It took mm. a while, but it, you know, I guess it took me a couple of years, but once I got used to it, I kind of just got, you know, get, you know, I just got absorbed into that lifestyle and, uh, you know, one, you know, one could say I was, I guess I got whitewashed. <laughs> I know it's, uh, you know, it's a, Not me, but... <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I mean, like, the thing is, like, honestly, like, like, I felt like I was whitewashed, you know, staying in the North Shore the whole time. You know, I you know, never really went out west to visit family a lot, only, you know, only here and, you know, like, only here and there. Mm. But, uh, yeah, Shaga, Shaga knows way more about, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, you know, on the North Shore, so he could talk more about that. I just I just have my experiences from high school, and uh, you know I did you know I did uh, you know I did uh, take some shit from uh, you know uh, you know I guess kids in school and all that so I had mm. to kind of you know uh, I guess like you know I guess defend my honor and things like that. But yeah. Mm. Interesting. Did you swallow? Did you let, what's the word? Like did you let comments go to the side? Like or did you? Um. So um. So the thing is, for me, uh, you know, the thing is, like, whenever someone would say something to me, I would, you know, I would just kind of just, you know, brush it off and, mm. you know, things like that. I wouldn't really, you know, you know, think much of it. But when someone really offended me, that when it would get, you know, a bit hostile, I guess. But, uh, yeah, but, you know, you know, but, you know, you know, but the thing is, I wouldn't really, you know, act on it a lot. So I, I would brush off a lot of things. So mm. that was the, that was one thing I had to kind of deal with. And, you know, you know, like, you know, I, mean, I guess it was hard. If I was living out west, I feel like it would have been a bit more easier because there'd be a lot of Pacific Islanders around. They would kind of, 
understand me more. Mm. That's what I feel like. But, you know, I guess, you know, you live and you learn, right? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Mm. And what about you, um, Shaka? Yeah, so, uh, as Alan mentioned earlier, I'm pretty much born and raised in the North Shore. You know, born in North Shore Hospital. Grew up in Lincoln, went to school there, went to school in North Sydney. So, primary school was weird because, I mean, going into it, there was three Fijian kids. So it was myself, my cousin, who was only there for a couple of years and then moved out to Parkley, and then um, a Fijian Chinese kid who I ended up going through primary school and high school together with. Um, so shout out Henson. Um, yeah, but at first, like, you, when you go into primary school and stuff like that, at that age, you don't really see that you're different. You don't see that you're part of a minority. You just see that you're going to school with kids, all right? But as you get older, you know, people start to pick up on things. You start to notice and stuff like that. Your um, attention to detail, for lack of a better term, comes more apparent and you start to realise that, you know, I'm not the same as everyone else. That Whether that's through um, me picking it up or other people sort of, you know, pointing it out for me, mm. uh, you, you start to realise all that sort of stuff. And then kind of same thing in high school, uh, going to a um, Catholic school on the North Shore, which everyone thinks uh, is a private school, which I guess technically it is because it's Catholic, but it's on the lower end of the private school spectrum. Mm. But still, um, at any one time during my um, period there, we had at most five Islander kids, um, and at one stage, two of them being myself and like Orlando. Um, yeah, so being in a school that was predominantly um, white Australian kids from the North Shore and the Northern Beaches, like Manly, DIY area and stuff like that, you kind of, you know, settle into the fact that you're a minority pretty early on and pretty much you ride that wave all the way through to the end of high school because it doesn't really change. So, yeah, that was it. It's definitely a different, you know, experience <laughs> of like not only having five Islander kids in like the whole of school. Um, did you ever feel like you were missing part of like, I don't know, like an upbringing with like more Islander kids? Like, do you feel, do you ever feel like you were missing out on something? Yes. Yeah. Because the thing is, you know, I, you know, I sort of miss that feeling of, you know, you know, you know, just being with, I guess you could say my people, I guess. So, you know, I kind of miss that feeling. So whenever I would see another Islander, I would be very surprised and very happy to see another Islander. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, look, look, another. Oh, it's, it's another one. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's so cool. And it was, you know, it was like, it was pretty much like seeing like, you know, like, a, like an eclipse or some shit. So <laughs> it was very rare, but yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. cool. <clears throat> Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just controlling multiple things is technology. <laughs> so um, uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, we talked. So for our listeners, we actually caught up uh, a few weeks ago, um, just through Skype to kind of catch up and have a discussion and see where we wanted to take this episode. Mm. And um, one of the things that really stood out to me was when I'm pretty sure it was you Shaka when you talked about um being too black for the North North Shore but being too white for Western Sydney. Mm-hmm. Would you be able to elaborate a bit <clears throat> on like what does that what mean? you know, what's right. that feeling and where that came from? Alright, so um basically going off my point earlier, there was really not many Islander kids in that area. Mm-hmm. Um for whatever reason. But because of that, you know, you're always in a situation where, because you're the minority, race is a big thing. You get picked on for whatever reasons, right? You know, so all the um, Aussie kids would always be like, you know, there was a general attitude towards us where you're too black to be one of us. You don't belong here. Yeah. Um, obviously, it wasn't from everyone. I have a lot, a lot of white friends um, that were really cool through high school and stuff, but there was a lot of them that were quite negative towards us and. The thing is, you think, oh, well, shit, you know, it's not something I like to experience, it's not fun, um, but yeah, whatever. And then you try to go out with your family out west or your friends out west or, you know, Pacific Island heritage, and you want to hang out with them and stuff like that, but then 
you're, oh, you're from the North Shore, you know, you're too white to be one of us. Mm. You kind of get stuck in the middle yeah. there. <laughs> Bit of a no man's land, and you're like, oh, well, shit, oh, you know, Definitely too white for the North Shore, <laughs> and too white to hang out with you guys. What the fuck do I do now? Yeah, it's like it's like you're it's like you're an outsider everywhere. It's it's kind of it's mm. kind of weird. Yeah. Finding your place. Yeah. Amongst, you know, being in Australia. Yeah. Hmm. So can I just Thanks. make a point really quickly? I know Russell took offense to that comment just then. Um, <laughs> Russell was one. Of, let me just make a quick disclaimer. Russell was one of the few that accepted me from the way go. That's why we've always been close since you know day one. So. Shout out Ross. Shout out hey, Ross. Shout out to Russell. And if you want like the villain and superhero backstory, it's they became friends because of me. Um, because I worked with Russell at Big W Penrith one seven nine, and then that's how that's Russell met my brother, and that's why how they have group chat. So I just want credit for their friendship. Just... Credit where it's due. That's all I'm saying. I just want to make a point, like a disclaimer in the podcast. You, you brought all this together. <laughs> so I just want to say how much energy I brought to you. <laughs> that surprisingly was a negative or like hostile as per usual. But anyway. But yeah, I think that's, I mean, it's true. Like we're basically at the West, we're taught to dislike any other affluent, every, any affluent area. Like, because we're like the battlers out this way. Like, we're the Aussie battlers and, yeah, you know, you just have to, you're dealing with life. You have to catch a train to work that takes over an hour each way, like, stuff like that. I think it also comes down to, like, the misconception that I had, like, when I was saying to you guys before, when I was, like, like, w- the way that I thought when I was younger, and I'm going to say, like, five six years ago, is, like, anyone that lived in the North Sydney, like, I just disregarded like that was Islander because I was just like, no, no, no. Like you're probably like whitewashed and whatever. And so and really like fucking wealthy. Yeah. Like, like really wealthy heritage houses that I love. Yeah. In the North really Shore. wealthy, disregarding <laughs> all of their, <laughs> disregarding all of their culture. Like that's just how I thought that they all were. And so like, you know, I've stand here today it's... and I'm like, yeah, they're not, but it's yeah. helping me like understand that. And it's probably a lot of the misconceptions that I have that I'm sure that a lot of other people in Western Sydney have as well unfortunately but i think that's what like i'm hoping to see from this episode is like yeah you know that's there's no like let's just stop all the stigma and like unite (laughs) yourself hey like because you know it's like when people in the west if you're not like a stereotypical pacific islander like people will tell you Oh, but you're not like the other ones, and you, you took don't get it. A church. Yeah, like you, they take it. They say it, say it as a compliment because, to you, like you know, the white people will say to you as a compliment, like you're not like the other islanders, Talitha. Like you're not threatening or anything, or you don't like. Oh, really? But they don't realize like that's just racist. You don't, yeah. yeah, like you don't realize as when you're younger because you have to survive in a mainly like a white area mm. that you just accept it, and you're like, oh yeah, that's so cool. I'm so unique. But then in reality, it's like no, they're, they're still making really... fun of you. Yeah, like, like just because I speak differently if I'm born here or anything I'm still a fucking islander like Mm. if you go against one you're going against like me and everyone else like that I know so it's just like that that commentary and like um no it's not it's not on yeah like it's yeah I mean me me now is like yeah it's not on but I can definitely admit that I was that way before and it's just like breaking all of those things down like this this podcast is about breaking out down all those stigmas and stereotypes (laughs) And like this is just one of the many that I'm sure that we have, and it's just like let's let's talk about it, let's like find out why, and then like let's move forward. Like yeah, otherwise we're like we're then just dividing us more and more and more. We're like like yeah. we we would get annoyed that we're not being treated as like the same as other islanders that are from New Zealand or from like the mother countries, yeah. when reality we're just dividing us more by not accepting others from other. <laughs> Yeah, fucking oh, suburbs. Other regions of <laughs> Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, I think you know we talked about as well just like cultural identity in, um, and maintaining it within the North Sydney. And one of the things I'm pretty sure it was you, Orlando, you were talking about like the mispronunciation. Or what? Oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> something that you know, some that kind of pronunciation of you know, uh, you know, uh, Pacific Islander names, mm. you know, and it kind of, you know, it, like it kind of bugged me, mm. you know, it, it, like, you know, like for example, Shaga, like, you know, I call him Shaga, but people used to call him Shaka, and I was like, oh, you know, I don't know if that's the, you know, that's Good the way point, to yeah. say it, yeah, mm. and, you know, and uh, uh, who's that rugby player, Lotte, 
Lotte Tungiri, yeah. but people here say Lotte, Lotte yep. Tukiri. Yep. I found that super annoying. Mm. Or Petero Vivani Devo, they would say Petro Sivani Siva. <laughs> that would piss me <laughs> Yeah, I was, you know, I was like, no, it's Petero Vivani Devo. Mm. And they would say Petro Sivani Siva. Or seven and cents a liter. Yeah. They used to say that in Yeah, you know? Wow. Like that would, that would bother like me big time. seven cents a liter and then yeah. Fiji boy and, and, and like the thing is, and, yeah. and like, you know, like the thing is, some people would kind of, you know, would kind of compete with me and say, no, that's not how you pronounce it. Like, you know, you know, like this is how I'm say, no, I know this. Yeah. I'm from Fiji. You know, this is how you do it. White explaining. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's, so that, that, that kind of bothered me big time. But then eventually I kind of just got over it and said, you know what? You know, I'm not going to even want to try because I've, and I've tried before. It's, tried. A lot, it's a lot of effort, it's a lot of energy. Yeah. I'm not going to waste it. Do you want to pronounce that way? Just do your thing. You know, you're, you're, you know, everyone's evolved to go on a computer and like, you know, read and learn how to pronounce Except things. Except so. Erin, what's her name? Erin Erin Moller. She can get fucked. More yes, than that bitch. <laughs> going off your point um, a little bit further is the fact that there's a general attitude from people that when they see a name that doesn't look familiar, it's automatically without trying too hard to pronounce it. they don't usually give it the time of day to even try to attempt to pronounce it properly or to even ask how it's pronounced, how it's pronounced. so oftentimes um they'll just go okay well it sounds like this i'll say it this way because it's easier bang that's what we're going to stick with and when somebody tries to um explain to them no that's not how it's pronounced like i pointed out earlier mm. they tend i found that the Tends to be a bit of a oh, fuck it. This is how I pronounce it. I'm gonna pronounce it this way. I don't care yeah. if you're from that culture and this is how you pronounce it normally. Mm-hmm. This is how I want to do it, and this is how we're gonna do it. So uh, there's a bit of a dismissive attitude, um, and like a great example of that is what the NRL. I mean, this whole Aaron Mullen saga that's just mm. pretty much popped up the last couple of days. Please elaborate what's happening. All right. So basically, <laughs> um, an excerpt from a radio show that Aaron Mullen features on was um leaked which showed her making like actively making fun of pacifica like uh, rugby league player names and how like a lot of people were very very much um annoyed at that because it's not something that you should make fun of you know mm. i mean you look at the nrl they've been going on for years and there's just been no effort to sort of figure out how to pronounce these people's names mm. properly. I mean, Pacific Island players make up quite a large population of the It's like 47%, NRL. hey? Yeah, exactly. 47% of NRL um, Not players a small chunk at all. Exactly. And there's been no sustained effort to sort of, okay, well, we're going to pronounce your name properly. And it's sad because even like examples where I've seen uh, Petro Livni Devil on the footy show, um, people have asked him during interviews, how do you pronounce your name? And he said it on more than one occasion. And they go, oh, okay, cool. We didn't know that. And then that'll be on a Thursday night. He'll play a Friday night game and they'll be going back to playing, just pronouncing it how they want to. Like, with total disregard. So, I mean... It's such a pride thing, though. Like, I feel like people are too prideful to ask how it's pronounced these days. Like, even, like, with Asian names, I'm very conscious of that. Like, a lot of my clients have Asian names and I don't like... When they like, you know, say, "Oh, just just call me this, just call me this," I'm like, "But like, I want to ask them how to say it properly because yeah. I feel like everyone deserves the respect, like to to be able to be called what their name is." Like, I feel, I truly feel like my mum gave me and my siblings all white names so that we wouldn't have to go through that. Me, and my sister Christine, Melissa, Joseph, Pauline, Richard, Black, all white names because. You know, I don't think she wants us to go through that. But I'm just like, that's that. I want that to be your name. Like, you know, it shouldn't be how it's said. Like, mm. everyone deserves the respect to be calling each other how it's said. So yeah. I feel like I give a lot of, like, fucks about my name and my culture's, like, names. So I feel like it should be across the board. Like, every ethnicity, we should be giving a fuck. And so that pissed me off. Like, the she Aaron Mullen shit. She doesn't want to apologize, too. Yeah, like, she, she said it was an inside apologize. joke. And now what I also saw 
like someone was like, oh, these coloured princesses are so sensitive on oh Twitter. This God. old, this so old Australian man said that. <laughs> and then this girl wrote back and says, I hope you go outside and die of COVID. Because your <laughs> weak immune system. And that girl wasn't even an islander. Like, she was just a random girl, like, just angry at racism. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Shout out you. And she's like, go outside, Richard. Go outside and get COVID. <laughs> It is very disrespectful because they can easily pronounce European names like when we're learning about history at school. Yeah. Like they can pronounce like Tchaikovsky and fucking Michelangelo and like, you know, Leonardo da Vinci and everything. Berejiklian. But as soon as it's like, yeah, yeah Berejiklian. <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> and as soon as it's a brown name, they're just like, oh, no, that's just, um, oh, no. I'll just call you like Tal or T. And I'm like, no. Oh, uh, no. I'm like, my ancestors didn't save this name for you to... Around. Can I also just say I hate when people, I'm going to say white people or anyone, <laughs> misgender like certain names because that's what they think that it's a, a male or female. Especially with Asian names, I have a colleague and she's just like, oh, I'm going to call him. I'm like, that's a female. I've spoken to her. And like, I just hate that because I'm just, I can only imagine like, the, oh, it's really frustrating. For them, for that person too, I'm yeah. having to answer the phone and then he's like, when they hear the reaction to their voice when they speak yeah the person's obviously had that moment of confusion and then go oh you're a woman yeah yeah it's really frustrating that would be frustrating and i understand that would be um a pet peeve of Mm. whoever has to go through that it's not something i would like to go through Mm -mm. especially the where are you really from oh Oh, yeah yeah. yes (laughs) wow oh like it's crazy hey because if you have like an australian accent like i've never gotten anything about racism because they hear this accent and they're just like I had one like client call me like my old job and he said, you know, I'm really happy that the call center's in Australia because I'm not racist, but I just like hearing someone I can understand. And I'm not racist, but okay, yeah. that's and I was like, <laughs> and I, I didn't know how to deal with that because I was like in my early 20s. I'm like, how do you register like a call like that? And then after it, I was like, oh my gosh, if he saw me like in real life, he would ask me how long I've been in this country but he just based it on my voice. Like that was like a privilege in itself, like not being questioned. Even though I have like an ethnic name, my like my first name's like a Christian name from like the Old Testament. So it's like people just link it to that. They're like, oh yeah, Fijian spelling and you you died in the Bible and Jesus brought you back to life. I was like, eh, <laughs> but, like but yeah, I think it's like very, I think people should, especially like in, like NRL, like our community gives so much in fucking NRL that like. We don't get a lot of fucking respect for like the amount in of rugby, rugby union, players I, we give In them. rugby union, they pronounce it right, right? Yes. Yes. Because I noticed that when I watch rugby union, in the rare occasions yes. that I was forced to watch rugby union, I just want to emphasize that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I find like the, the white players on like the wallaby players, I'm like, oh, he's pretty cute. And then like, I follow them on Instagram and they post something that's problematic. Then I'm like, oh, unfollow. Oh, <laughs> Good point though. That, yeah. um, that I've noticed as well is that uh, rugby union and rugby sevens, mm. especially the commentators, really make an effort to, mm-hmm. uh, to pronounce the names mm. correctly. And even if they do get it wrong, oftentimes they are like not as bad as the NRL commentators. Yeah. They're actually quite accurate. And um, yeah, I mean, shout that's out. something to appreciate. Yeah, shout out to sevens rugby. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sean Maloney, what's up? <laughs> get him on the show that's it you know you want to come on man love that for my minimal rugby union knowledge I'll be like oh so <laughs> <laughs> so here's a picture of me with a the rugby union 95 World Cup jersey in, in Manly like with a rugby and that's like the most of my rugby career that I never had <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got like, as we said, like Krip said before, like we did have a catch up because we didn't want to just do a spontaneous um, episode. You know how we are with type A personalities. Mm, I think it's like the last half an hour just like laughing yeah. in this room. So you <laughs> 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 can imagine the discussions we'd have. And it's just, uh, we got like a note here just in regards to your hairstyle, Orlando. Right. Connecting <laughs> you with the Fijian culture. Yeah. Yes, talk about that. Oh yeah, so um, okay, so when I okay, so when I left high school, you know, you know, uh, you know, everyone had the same haircut, you know, around me, and uh, you know, I would call it the, I guess, the fuckboy haircut. Can you please explain what type of haircut that uh, was for the listeners at home? The uh, fuckboy haircut. So you know, I would say just like a, you know, like a fade on the side, 
you know, with like, you know, with just a, like a little hair on top and just say like a mini the, type the fringe. The culture king's hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say like a culture king's haircut. And the thing is for me, you know, I, I felt like that wasn't me. And I just felt like I was, I guess I was, you know, I guess I was betraying my identity yeah. by, you know, by looking like that. So what I decided to do was to grow my hair out and have long hair and get cornrows. And, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I kept it unique. So, you know, I was like the, I was like the only person in Lane Cove with cornrows. <laughs> you wouldn't see a single person in Lane Cove with cornrows, you know. That's or, because you're like one of five black people there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just true. And the thing is for me, you know, in, in, like, you know, things for me, I, I felt like, you know, I was really, you know, you, you know, I was really owning it. And, uh, you know, I guess, you know, I guess you could say embracing my culture. Because, you know, because the thing is, you know, you know, everyone around me is, I guess you could say, you know, white and, you know, there's a few ethnics around, but there wasn't a lot of islanders. So I felt like, you know, I was just, you know, it's just, you know, just staying true to myself. Trying to retain your Yeah, I was just trying to retain my culture my identity as much as I could. Yeah. And like the hair was, the hair was a big part of it for me. You know, that would kind of just, you know, and then, you know, then like people would know me as like, oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, that guy, yeah, he's the one with the cornrows. And, you know, they would identify me as as that guy, so... You know, I felt like, oh, you know, this is cool. Mm. You know, but you know, you know, but things like as soon as I come out west to visit friends or family, mm. I would see the hairstyle a lot. So I kind of just blended in, and it was okay. I was like, you know what, this is cool. You know, it's all right. But as soon as I get to Lanko, it's like, well, who is this guy? <laughs> Are you lost, sir? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Were well, yeah. you meant to be the reverse North Shore line, like the one that ends at Eden Lane? <laughs> Eden um, Wow. I think so. <laughs> What about you? Um, what about you? Did you um, try and retain your cultural identity in any ways when you were living in Lane Cove and uh, or now? I did, but mainly through like family values that are typical of island culture. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like my family wasn't exactly big or normal as per island standards, you know, it was just me and my sister, um, and my mum and dad, so by island standards we were a pretty small family, but we did have a lot of interaction with our um, extended family, and through Owen and his family, through Russell and his family, and through a lot of other family members and stuff like that, so basically, uh, for me, keeping cultural identity alive was mainly through, um, like the family values and stuff like that. I tried, God, I've tried on more than one occasion to like learn the language. Oh yeah. It has <laughs> worked out. That. It has worked out very well not. Like it's just, <laughs> I'm still trying actively to learn the language and I'm getting nowhere. Do you understand it fluently? I understand some of it. Mm. Um, basics I can understand. So my parents will like tell me to do something like I can usually go off that, but if someone tries to have a full-on conversation at a normal pace, I would struggle. Yeah. Um, I'd be looking for keywords, and even then, I'd be yeah. like, you know, not You're really. You're like buzzword. What buzzword, was that? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Something about work. About work. <laughs> that was my catchphrase through high school because people would ask or me. Or Sinclair. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you hear that you hear school and you're like, mm, good. Mm-hmm. good, good. Yeah. Especially when you talk to boomboos. Yes. You know, and they just yeah. only will speak to you in the dialect that you're meant to know, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then you're just smiling. You're like, <laughs> I'm just like, that was me on the phone to my grandma when I was like nine and she's talking to me in some way. And I'm like, she's like, hello, hello. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, dad. <laughs> I had no fucking clue. So I, I, I share that with you. Um, do you think you'll continue to try? I will have to. I mean, <laughs> um, because uh, I'm looking at my fiance right there. Uh, Who's nodding in agreement. <laughs> yeah, we have this, uh, well, she has this inside joke where she keeps pressuring me to learn my language because if we have kids and I haven't learned it then, she's going to get our kids to talk shit about me in someone. <laughs> oh no! And then I'm going to be left in the other. <laughs> oh, so you got to do it. Challenge has been set, yeah. and, I'm right, and I'm running it's, out of time. You so. got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a duolingo. I know, I know she's like messing around with me and stuff like that, but um, that is the main reason why I want to learn because I 
want to be able to teach our kids to speak Fijian and Samoan because mm. I'm a Samoan um, few listeners that aren't aware <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. listeners at home <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we want our kids to be able to um, learn and speak both fluently so that they're able to maintain their cultural identity as yeah. they grow up wherever they go exactly irrespective of yeah. where you live yes irrespective of any local government area um, I think it's not <laughs> 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 Shout out Bayside and shout out Lane Cove. Like, even the councils alone sound nicer. I oh, know, Bayside. Like, Lane we had, like, we, ah! had, we actually had Petty to... as fuck. Like we, actually, <laughs> like, we actually had to restructure our culture because Salim, who had the wedding in Lucum and was, like, corrupt with the Auburn City Council, so all the Parramatta councils had to change. So that's why we're considered Cumberland Council now. Just for, for the listeners at home who want a fun fact about Western City Council. <laughs> and the council amalgamation. And the council, like, where I get my council pick up. Yeah. Just in case you're wondering. But I think that's really important. Like, um, a lot of us don't realise that growing up, that we're like, oh, yeah, we just don't, I did, we just don't know it anymore, the language. But, mm. like, my parents spoke, uh, both spoke fluent Samoan. And um, when we moved here, they just kind of, like, stopped talking like i'm speaking someone they just spoke english here and so <clears throat> like my mom's passed on now and then my dad's still around but he's just like fluent english he speaks someone but just not all the time mm. and like i get worried like because like once he's gone and like i don't want my culture to die with me like i don't want it to end with me and then my kids are not going to know anything about my culture and so like i think it's important to like embrace whatever we can of our cultures so it can be passed on otherwise because it's hard like when they came they had to you know adapt in a way yeah because you know how many people we hear it all the time now i'm looking around at everyone like i'm a ted talk um (laughs) (laughs) change slide (laughs) (laughs) but um like you know we hear so many people like even on the trains or anything when someone speaks a different language it's Mm. like go home go back to your country we speak english in this country so mm. now, like, no one gives a fuck. Like, someone said that on the train last, at the end of last year, and then everyone just abused him on the train. Yeah, we're just a fuck. Nice. Like, yeah, I was like, with, with like Indian yeah. girls, and we're just like, this, are you serious? Like, we did like the Valley Girl yeah. voice, and this guy was like, I don't even know why you have issues with minorities, and like, was just going off. And like, the whole <laughs> the whole train carriage was just abusing this guy, and then he ran off at like fucking Strathfield. That's right. We're just like, shut you better the run. fuck <laughs> up. Because <laughs> everyone was like, huh? <laughs> but. I think uh, at least now, I think, see, just seeing how much community, like, um, until we did this podcast, like, I didn't even know how much support the Fijian community has in Sydney, which I feel like I should have known since the highest population of Fijians outside Our of Fiji is in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It's a, it's a, a lot. And I didn't know until, like, Cribs told me about that Fijian event. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll go. And then I was like, oh. Then it was really funny because, like, like the Fijian women there, they just looked at me and they're like, "Okay, so we're making palusami. Like, if you've ever heard of it." And oh I'm like, no! Wow, I was wow. like, "I'm Fijian too." They're like, "Oh, oh, okay." <laughs> like, oh, really? The disrespect. They just hear the accent. They're just like, "I'm confused mm. by this." <laughs> well, they yeah. Well, they also didn't want to like profile, and they're like, "We're just gonna yeah. gauge, <laughs> gauge how much her. you know of this." <laughs> and I'm like, anyway. But even like at that event, like I think I'm pretty sure you said that that was your first event that you met Fijians outside family or people you know. Yeah. And that was like last year. Yeah, yeah. it was, yeah. Well, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> twenty nineteen is a year of you know realizing things. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Besides like well Russell is like the only Fijian yeah I know <laughs> Oh my! He's like, like fuck. <laughs> Russell's like you fucking bitches. <laughs> 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 I dare you, Russell, say that about us. Gosh. <laughs> I think. Like a fucking yeah. Wow. <laughs> Judging with judge face over here. <laughs> <laughs> I have something Erina would say. Yeah, Shout out Big W once in the But yeah, like I think that's yeah, that's <laughs> that's the thing. Um, one of the things that we were talking about when we were chatting last time was it came a topic of our grievances with the Pacifica community, and I think we 
relate that to Sydney, I would say. Um, and one of the things that was uh, that Orlando brought up was about the Australian-born Pacific Islanders overcompensating <laughs> their heritage when communicating with other Pacific Islanders. Oh yeah, so you know, you know, the thing is for me something I've noticed, you know, when I moved here. Yeah. Uh, some of these, you know, you know, some of these uh, Pacific Islanders who were born here would, you know, would sort of, you know, you know, would sort of just, uh, you know, uh, do these accents, mm. and these accents were very, uh, I guess you could say, very exaggerated. Yeah. You know, they would say, "Oh yeah, choice, bro," and uh, <laughs> "Oh hey, oh hey, G," "Oh what's up, G, hey, bro," you know, like you know that, you know, like that type of shit. Yeah. And then the thing is, for me, for me, I found that really fake and plastic like mm. and like it actually it honestly it actually offended me and then mm. I was just like I was like relax bro like we all know you sound like an Aussie like just you know just, just speak to me like a normal person mm. yeah and, and dude dude like check me out I've been here for 10 years and I don't say any of those things I don't say choice bro hey G and all that type of shit I've never I heard like Fijian say choice we don't say choice no no I'm just talking about Pacific Islanders in general bro. Not yeah, attacking my yeah, people you know, again. yeah. They would, you know, they would just kind of put on these exaggerated accents, and, and something I would notice it, it it wasn't just Pacific Islanders. It would be other other people like I guess Lebanese mm. and things like that. They would put on these exaggerated accents, and I'm just like, dude, like Aussie kids that hang out. I'm like, with, I'm like, uh, relax, bro. Ethnic. Like the one like, you sound Aussie, Aussie kid that you know, hangs out with like, the Islanders. Stop trying to, you know, like you know, like stop trying to force it. Mm. You know, you know, uh, you know, you know, like this is a, like if you're born and raised in this country, you just speak like a normal Australian. Unless you're born in Lebanon or from the islands, then I'll, I'll totally understand, mm. you know, why you sound like that. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was a, that was a, <laughs> that happened for to me. me at work. Like, yeah. we had to do each other's voice impersonations, which is just an open HR, <laughs> HR complaint. Wow. Like, this was National Australia Bank. I can name you, so I'm fucking naming you. And so that was the game the manager thought of. Let's do each other's voices. And then when, like, the white Kiwi guy got to me, he said, Oh, choice, bro. And I'm like, Can you hear my fucking accent, Josh? Because if you're going to do my voice, I'm a fucking bogan, okay? I grew up in Penrith. I'm like, Obviously, I don't have to say that shit. And then everyone was like, This game went too. <laughs> and I'm like, But he did that. I said, I don't. And everyone's like, Talitha sounds like a bogan. Like, she's not. What? I was like, Choice, I don't even know what that means. I didn't even know what, I didn't even know what Cher meant until like four years ago. Cher, that's That game is not exactly where it was headed. Yeah. I'm like, You Exactly. Like, my Tommy co-worker calls me stuff and I just smile I'm like no what does that mean and she's like oh far out and I'm like what <laughs> like she calls me docs oh docs yeah. yes oh, yes yes, yes. Oh, I know wow. that I know that to talk about that one docs say docs is that a is that a friend in Tomlin or what is yeah, it yeah it's a it's a slang for toko which is like brother or like yeah bro. she says yeah. like yeah that I'm like oh yeah, so there's like to- so like toko is like tox and then it's like docs and then there we go. She's always like, it's like yeah, your yeah. fob thing, friend, and she'll be like, your fob thing, and I'm like, I'm not a fob. I was born at Westmead Hospital, and then I get all like defensive and angry in the work group chat. That's another. <laughs> I think though, people that are trying to like put on those accents, yeah. people that are trying to put on those accents, I feel like they're also trying to maintain some cultural identity. I think it's a cultural crisis sometimes. Because, that's like, funny thing. So, like, I moved here when I was six months old. I was born in New Zealand. Yeah. I moved here when I was six months old. So, like, obviously, all of my family members had strong, thick New Zealand accents. And, like, here I was, this little Australian-raised Islander. I was the only one that had an accent like mine. So, I, I desperately tried to sound like them. So, I thought that I was fitting into my family. And right. I was... And so, like... Because they just kept calling me an outsider. Like, not calling me an outsider, but what they would say to me made me feel like an outsider. So, I was like, yeah, no, no, no. Like, I use all the accent. Like, that's me. Like, But then I realized, like, I have nothing. I have no ties to, like, New Zealand other than I was born there and all my family's there. And that made me realize that um, when, like, a few months ago, my auntie's best friend of, like, 20 years, she's, like, this Australian girl. And, um... My auntie's son's like seven years old and he was born and raised here. So he's got a thick Australian accent. And uh, my auntie's friend goes to me, she's like, have you, have you heard his voice lately? Oh, his new, his Kiwi accent's just coming out. I was like, what? I was like, he's been there like once. I was like, he doesn't, you don't grow up in Australia with a Kiwi accent. Like, that's not how it works. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it's not like a Samoan language that you can learn. Like, this is, it's. To where you are, and then, anyway, that's what made me think about it. I was like, 
I think I was I had a cultural like identity crisis growing yeah. up because I was like, where am I from? Mm. You know, like, yeah. am I actually from New Zealand or am I from Australia? And it yeah. wasn't until the podcast. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm fucking Australian. Because that's a privilege we don't understand when we're born here. Like, yeah. Because I'm like, I'm from here. And I sound like this. And every other islander I went to school with does not sound like this. <laughs> and I used to go home and be like, I don't get why they put that fob accent on. It's like, I don't get it. And then my fam- like parents and Mo would be like, can you just like chill out? Like, you- <laughs> and Mo's like, you know, some family, like some like like immigrants when they come, they don't know English. Like you do realize that. And I was like, still, but I didn't get it. And he's just like, oh god, this is a lot. Of <laughs> that's that's oh, what we. My god. <laughs> that's what we we realized though, because we thought that we were very similar because we had similar experiences growing up. But in reality, we kind of. She didn't realize that a lot of people had migrated, like had moved from New Zealand to. I didn't know that. Yeah, so like I thought, okay, everyone's moved from New Zealand to Sydney, literally all the islanders. Whereas you thought that a lot of them were born and raised here. Yeah. So we had totally two totally different like views of where islanders come from. <laughs> I was like, hasn't anyone been here since 1969? Like my family, like seriously. <laughs> Then, like, again, my family have to, like, we listen to your podcast and, like, um, you, yeah, you have to realize that. I'm like, but I thought everyone was, like, here back then. And then it's like, no, stop it. <laughs> stop projecting. You know, you know, you know, you know, I guess speaking of, uh, you know, accents and uh, I guess things like that, you know, when I'm, you know, like when I'm in Fiji for a holiday and everyone would say that I sound like an Aussie, like they would say, oh, yeah, you have an thick Australian accent. And I'd be like, no, I don't. And they're like, yeah, you do. Like, like you sound like a full-on Aussie. And I'm like, no, I don't. But then, you know, you know but then here, like some people say, oh, you kind of sound Aussie or you may sound a bit American at times. And it, and it kind of just varies. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's weird. American. Sounds like a transatlantic accent. Because a transatlantic accent is if you live between like America and England. So you come back with like a fucking wankerish that sounds really <laughs> disgusting <laughs> no, 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 that happened to me like that happened she's to me when me I was when oh I wow like, she's called me up when I was overseas for like two months when I was overseas for two months and I was between America and England and then when I came back like my accent changed and what did it sound like it sounded like a weird like it sounds like a weird because you just sound like a softer pronunciation and I was like get the bags or something like the, my get, travel bag get the bags not that bag <laughs> <laughs> not that bag the bag <laughs> Someone reinstall Wicker. <laughs> but I said that and my, hey and, my, and my mom was like, oh my gosh, you sound so much nicer than your usual accent. And I'm like, what's my usual accent? And she's like, you know your usual <sighs> accent. I was like, thanks, mom. <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy, like, it's just how much, like, that you don't realize. Like, you think everything's yeah. so similar with all of us here. But it's such a, it's so crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't know That's why crazy. I thought, like, every. <laughs> white Australia policy like era <laughs> times have changed oh gosh yeah. <laughs> hey Sal and the next point that we're addressing <laughs> but I think is but that compensation of heritage I think that's that's very a good statement like that is true for everyone though in a weird way like mm-hmm. you know like, I had to create the podcast to feel, like, ethnic enough, mm. if that right. makes sense. Like, to feel... Because I still feel mm-hmm. I'm on the outsides of, like, the Fijian community or Islander community in general. Um, I think it's bringing us all together, though. Like, mm. Yeah, it I is. I think, like, my, yeah, yeah. Yeah. my yeah. like, final point thought on this is that I think it's easy for us to, like, segregate each other or, like, say, you're not... Fijian enough or you're not Fijian enough because you live in North Sydney and you don't because you don't know the language and like we have so many walks of life and like I think we all naturally can do that to each other yeah and not realize it and it's just like I think we need to when that within ourselves like be aware of how we can be putting each other out on you know on the outskirts when reality at the end of the day we're all you know like yeah whatever culture that we are and let's try and like help each other rather than just be like no 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 yeah Yeah. you know like because like the otherwise what are we doing yeah Yeah. you know we're just gonna we're just gonna be like back at square one and fighting for this shit yeah we've got enough problems on our hands yeah i know yeah (laughs) the thing is yeah you know because the thing is you know uh, you know a lot of pacific islanders 
you know, tend to, I guess, you know, not get along, you know, because I've heard that Tongans and Samoans, they sometimes don't get along. And it's just that why, you know, yeah. you know, you both, you know, you both Pacific Islanders, you know, let's just get along. We're both minorities here. Like, yeah, yeah, like, you know. There's a common enemy, friends. Yeah. <laughs> let's just focus on the bigger target. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the focus of today, like. And his name starts with D, but his last name starts with T. Hmm. Donald, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think for a second. Think for a moment. Next minute on Twitter, it's like two brownish girls podcast cancelled. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> then he'll mispronounce our names. <laughs> He's like Talica. Fucking Talica. He's like China. <laughs> oh gosh. Just like that angle, like you brought up Shaka um, when we organised this podcast before, like the people's perceptions of other Pacific Islanders. Like, we don't know everyone. We shouldn't be judging everyone by face value. Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, like, um, I know a lot of people are guilty of it, and I'm not going to shy away from the fact that, yeah, I'm guilty of it too. Um, obviously, me being of a different context, growing up in North Shore and stuff like that, you have this sort of predisposed idea of... Um, like people from out west, you know, islanders, you know, you know, there's stereotypes that you tend to just kind of, you know, give a one size fits all approach to everybody, and in the same thing, it happens to us as well. They think, oh, you're from the North Shore, so you must be like loaded, you must be like smart, and must be you know, like not working, you know, construction or labouring or anything like that. Must have a mad fancy job in a nice house all that sort of stuff so I think we don't do ourselves any favours if we're just holding that those negative stereotypes against each other mm. obviously there are some people that do fit these stereotypes but there are a lot of people that don't and so maybe if we just take a second to like find a little bit more about about that person or those people then we can sort of do ourselves a big like help by like just breaking down some of those barriers mm. and, you know yeah. like I said before you know we've got enough problems why are we fighting amongst ourselves yeah seriously exactly based yeah. on indifferences yes yeah. small exactly. indifferences I know right yeah, yeah like I always see like Polynesian Twitter always teasing Fijians for our skin colour yeah. Well, then, yeah. yeah they're really? always they, they yeah. even like yeah, did a that. photoshop I sent it there's to so many shades because like Asunizer and I were looking at it and they had Fijians and they had us like literally being like white skin color and i'm like i know i know there's a lot of fijians that are light skin colored i'm not disclaiming that but i'm just saying like um just like sometimes like yeah the colorism is so rampant like in the south pacific it's just like oh, yeah okay colorism is a big issue and yeah so, yeah and um uh, you know putting like light skin pacific islanders on a pedestal as far yeah. as i think understanding that is, is also going to help bridge that yeah. gap between a lot of you know, unnecessary <clears throat> um, differences that we need to, you know, outline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's no point. Because it, like, goes back to, like, the Eurocentric beauty standard, which should be abolished as it is. Like, I mean, I stand the European models, like, supermodels of the era. Like, <laughs> shout out Linda Evangelista and all the girls. But, um, <laughs> like, oh, if we're going to get technical into fashion, don't, actually, we're going to go on a tangent then. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, the Eurocentric beauty standard, I think, needs to just be like just calm down like yeah. not go obviously people are gonna like eurocentric appeal of people but like <laughs> just yeah <laughs> the, the one of the last points we have here is that north shore kids being disrespectful like openly disrespectful oh yeah that's yeah there's yeah. something else i noticed when i when i you know when i first moved here you know i would notice that uh, you know kids would you know would kind of just talk back to their parents you know, and they would just sort of just, uh, you know, just snap at them and things like that. And for me, I found that very uh, strange and very foreign to me because, you know, obviously when I was growing up in Fiji, I, you know, I, I had to listen and, I, you know, I couldn't really talk back because if I did, I would get the backhand or I might get the belt or, you know. A variety of options. You know, a variety yes. of options. You know, you know, yeah. yeah, or, you know, or, you know, or in some cases, my grandma would get the, uh, you would get the rose bush, you know, the stick with all the spikes on it. And hit me a few times with it. So, yeah, that was, you know, that was pretty full Sasa. on for me. Hi, Nana. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Nana. Sasa. Sorry. Yeah, you did it to me once. It hurt. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yes. 
Yeah, and you know, and the thing is, and the thing is, you know, it like it sort of taught me to be more, you know, I guess like respectful and just to listen more to my elders and things like that. But here, you know, one thing I noticed, you know, people just snap back, and I've even witnessed kids swear at their parents, and I just like, like the whoa. shops and that, and like yeah, work. yeah, in the shops, <laughs> I've seen it, and I'm just like, I'm just like, whoa, you. That's just wrong. You, you don't talk to your parents like that. Full blown air bombs at the moment. Yeah, it's, and I'm it's like, a like, foreign concept to us. Yeah, you know, you know, okay, you know, okay. So the thing is, you know, you know, hitting your kids is. I'm not a huge fan of that. I think it's. I think it's wrong. I think there's other ways you can teach your kids, but, you know, but I guess if you, you know, just listen to your kid and try to teach them the right way, they won't be swearing swearing at you like that. But, yeah, that's something I notice here. Mm. A lot of kids would be in like that. North Shore in general, or just in Sydney uh, in general. I would say, I would say, yeah, in the North Shore area, I would, I would notice that. You know, when I, let's just say I come out west and things, I wouldn't really witness things like that because obviously there's a lot of ethnics and stuff. And to say if some kid misbehaves, I would notice that kid would get the flick behind the ear, <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, okay, all right, yes, yeah. just you know, the beginning. Yeah, you see a kid that's get it. beaten in Westfield, Parramatta. Like yeah, literally. see, then just that's the way till we get there. That's, that's it. Yeah, yeah. you will not see that, you yeah. know, in the law show. What did so. you say? Come here. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, that kid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really it. Like, I yeah. think um, we've talked like some really good points today, and um, I think it's helped us both, like from Western Sydney, like understand. Like the experience of like living in, um, like North Sydney, that you know, <laughs> there is really no difference between us besides no. of where we live. The better and houses, yeah. the tennis courts, <laughs> the pools. But the thing I is, I look at those like heritage materials, houses, like every time real estate, stuff, yes. the real estate dot com, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 but oh, okay, no, okay, okay, let me just stop right there. Here's the thing, because you know people always think that, but there are some parts of the North Shore that is not not as I guess glamorous. Mm. You know, there are some places that are not as glamorous, and there are houses that are, that are, you know, I guess standard at best. Like only two million. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, you know, no, you know, certain houses, you know, yeah. are, you know, aren't that, aren't that great, and they're just standard yeah. at best. And the thing is, people will have that perception of, you know, everywhere on the North Shore is just, you know, white picket fence and, you know, white blinding paint jobs and things like that it's it's not the, it's not exactly the case yeah in some in certain you'd parts, say majority of it though there's like a small percentage that is like would be lower considered lower socioeconomic background but I it's guess, probably like 10 yeah. percent like that but probably 90 percent is pretty like middle class uh, yeah yeah be. yeah i would say you know i would say you know i guess yeah 90 percent up would be you know more like upper class and things like that and you know let's just say like in lane cove there'd be a certain part of lane cove where the house is would be just regular. Then you go to like places like Longerville or Northwood. Northwood's so nice. Damn, these houses. I yeah. don't even know this suburb. Yeah, Northwood's Northwood. beautiful. Northwood like, Northwood yeah. overlooks the city. My, like, oh, yeah, gosh. my, what's it called? My Getting dad married. lives in Northwood. Uh, my dad and my four stepsisters. And you know, that area is, is really nice. And you know, and like compared to where I live, my apartment is very old. Mm. Uh, I would say, uh, how old would we be? You know, because. Too old. I yeah. used to live in the same apartment. Yeah, and then and then he moved out. Then I. Oh, do you I live came together? In. We used to. Yeah. Oh, cute. And then yeah, then he moved out. Then I took over the yeah yeah. And then my sister moved in, but the thing is, my apartment is really old. You would think it's like, you know, almost you could say quote unquote, not so ghetto, but almost ghetto. Heritage listed probably. <laughs> yeah. It's kinda. a 1920s California bungalow apartment. Yeah, this you know that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know you know and people say like oh Lane Cove. Oh, you live in a like nice house. Oh, like you have a lot like, of trees. No. That's what I noticed around that area. There's like uh, an abundance of trees. There is a lot of trees, which is good, you know. Oxygen. So oxygen. <laughs> we stand the North Shore for that. There's a lot of trees. I'll give them that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but like it is like yeah, because that would be a hard reputation. Because that like that area is just we know it. Like anyone who's not from there, we know it's like the ball area. Mm. Like it's. Yeah, and the, you know, it's the, yeah. the gay waterhouse lives in Mosman, you know, like, yeah. this is not, yeah, and like, like, you know, know. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, the thing is, for me, I always have to try and explain when someone says, oh, you're, oh, you're from the North Shore, they think I'm immediately, you know, rich and stuff, I have to explain, it's like, no, 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 I, I'm actually not, you know, I work a job, I pay rent just like you, I have my own struggles and stuff like that, we, you know, we are mm. similar in some way, it's not like, you know, it's not like I'm playing tennis, you know, at the country club. 
you know, Do on the weekends. Do they have country clubs there? They would, right? Surely there's country uh, clubs. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure because I'm not a member. I, I have no idea. But I, I'm sure it, it exists. <laughs> I think they're more like you know, out Canada Bay area. Yeah, I know there's one oh, in Norway yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. The North Shore. Like the I don't know. Where, Club too, yeah, yeah. maybe like a little bit further up the North Shore, Pacific Highway, heading up towards like we're under in Hornsby Way. I'm, I'm taking a guess yeah. here. Like, I never really heard that far. What's the stereotype? Because I noticed like the lower North Shore and upper North Shore. We're getting to statistics now. Yeah. Of the <laughs> demographics. <laughs> um, like, is there stereotypes in your area? Like, you know, like Western Sydney, we have all the stereotypes of different regions that we talk shit about. Yeah. But we still defend at the end of the day with like our blood. Yes. Because we have like we very this did. intense like Aussie battler like vibe about like the area. <laughs> um, is there like stereotypes like in the North Shore, like the different regions and everything, or not really? Does everyone just like generally just whatever uh, I guess I, I guess there is you know there is a difference with the you know with the North Shore and the Northern Beaches uh, you know there's there's this yeah. vast difference because obviously the Northern Beaches has you know <laughs> you know the that's uh, how much it does <laughs> fuck, fuck the Spit Bridge we're not going over the no, Spit no, Bridge no no you know yeah you know, okay so okay so what I'm trying to say is you know obviously you know, like, you know, like the North Shore doesn't have beaches but the Northern Beaches has beaches and I guess you know some people there would you know, would kind of think that they're, I guess, higher up because they are closer to the beach, and you know, versus us, kind of like that. And then you know, the people from the North Shore would kind of just be like, nah, you know, and they would just be in this weird, I guess you could say, rivalry, but maybe it's not so not so intense. But yeah, 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 we just yeah, something like because you know, because in high school, yeah, because when I was in high school. I have a lot of friends from the northern beaches, yeah, and, you know, you know, Every, you know like yeah, went to school with, with the northern beaches. yeah, and like yeah, and like they would yeah, and like you know, like yeah. they would kind of say like, oh yeah, you know, God's country, and things like that, and I'd be like, Everybody no, says God's like, country. Relax. <laughs> yeah. Do Sorry. we? No, we we don't say that, do we? No, I have heard people from the northern beaches say, say God's West, country, West and West people from the Shire. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, shy people. I've heard people from the Shire, uh, you know, reference the Shire as God's country. That's and the people from the Northern places. Beaches who've said God's country. I'm like, what the, what the hell? What That's not even good. Shit? Shire. It's like yeah. northern, like Northern yeah. Beaches, and the Shire to me is like the Wikipedia entry for the white Australian policy. Like, I feel scared. Like, I'm not going to be real. I don't feel comfortable in those areas at all. Was it you that told me that um, you thought the Shire was the Penrith by the sea? Yes. Yeah. I, said, I said... I do remember that, yes. I, I, I went clubbing once in my youth, and um, there was a group of boys from Cronulla that gave us shit for being from Penrith, and I was drunk and just said to them, I said, well, you know what? Cronulla is Penrith by the sea, and your beaches ah. are shit. And they were like... <gasps> and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> it, my, probably, but also accurate. where's the lie yeah where's, where's, the, lie? The, where's the lie like <laughs> you know um like i don't that energy i get i feel very uncomfortable in those areas like i'm going to be real podcast listeners like i really don't <laughs> feel comfortable like in the shire or the northern beaches i feel like i'm gonna i also don't get give attacked. a fuck though like i went to fucking warringah mall like a few months oh. ago and i was like <laughs> getting eyed out like really hard and i was like i'm just shopping like i don't understand i found it odd because there's a lot of islands up in all the Yeah, it was know. so what you guys yeah. told me. Mostly, mostly Tongans and Samoans. There are a few, there are a few Fijians, but not as much. Yeah, there's a there lot of crazy. Island. Yeah, there's a lot of Tongans I've noticed there and Samoans. Really yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's what we can learn from this is to stop our Western Sydney hostility, mainly from me. Yes, yes, you are so savage sometimes. Chill out. Sorry, Dave. We're going to record an apology later today. <laughs> as a, as a, Issue a statement. As a Patreon exclusive. I'll do a notes, like an iPhone notes apology. <laughs> to British Girls Podcast. More than Erin Moylan will fucking do. Bitch. Just bring her into my Bitch. problems, yeah. Um, but yes, thank you for taking your time out on a Saturday to be interviewed with us and the podcast and the guests in the and the yeah. guests yeah. and thank you and our Landry guests please give it up for Russell Moore and, yeah. Yeah. and actually oh wow I didn't credit Chanel the cat I'm gonna answer Chanel. that later oh, I don't know where she is she was oh, sleeping she's now she's she's just drinking water she's happily drinking she's hydrated that's the, that's the main thing yes so um any last words 
That sounds like a threat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, Before the end. I feel like <laughs> I feel like there's just a lot of pressure to finish off. Any last words? You go and I'll go. I would say, uh, you know, bon voyage. Uh, you're gonna be on the train and at a certain point when it reaches western sydney the train will just stop and you're like the train guards will get on and then pull you off because you're no longer allowed past western sydney <laughs> <laughs> they're like come here and go back to the return western line sydney go back vote. to hornsby and barara <laughs> 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 Sick. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you this much. was yeah, this was this was this was nice. Yeah, yeah. awesome little meeting yeah. that you guys have built up to uh, reach out to Pacific communities. So yeah, yeah, well done on the success so far and all the best for the future. Thank you. Yeah. And also, luck. did you want to drop your handles on Instagram or anything? We'll also include that in the show notes later. Ooh, yeah. So uh, I'm uh, so I'm at all the chef. So O T H E C H E F. Oh, the chef. Follow Period. Yeah. Period. <laughs> follow, Period. Follow me or don't. I couldn't care less, but whatever. I take That's it illegal. That's very hostile. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I will take that as okay. a hard no. <laughs> I, I, I take it or leave it. I don't mind. Yeah, Follows the I don't use my me. personal anymore, but you can use, you can follow my other account. So at the Dirk Diesel, T-H-E-D-I-R-K-D-I-E-S-E-L. I almost misspelled that. Yes. I struggled. I was, I was a little bit worried there. <laughs> English not so good. English not so good. Can you please like, explain like, the beats that you make and everything that you're a producer? Right. Okay. So I am a uh, beat maker and I'm about to go back to school. To um, I'm just in the process of applying for a sound production course because I want to get back into HAs. being a proper producer with an actual qualification. Um, so yeah, just make beats on my uh, in my spare time. Anyone need beats? Hello, your boy. Joe Diesel. Hey. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, cool. Thank you very much for having us on. Yes, thank, yeah. you. thank you. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. See you guys. See you guys. Bye. Yeah. Leave the here with more information on Patreon. Two Brownish Girls listeners now have the opportunity to support what we do through different tiers of membership for as little as $3 a month, which gains you access to some great perks, including a private group chat with Discord, bonus episodes, and live video chats. This would help us grow and bring our podcast to you on a bigger scale. Find out more and sign up today at patreon.com forward slash two brownish girls. Thanks for listening to Two Brownish Girls. Feel free to share your takeaways from this episode by liking our Instagram page at Two Brownish Girls where you can interact with us and impact more after each episode. Until next time. Bye. bye.